Victoria's Racing Heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Good afternoon to you, Maggie Payne. Good afternoon, Gareth. It is a good afternoon today. The sun's out. Uh, the racing keeps on continuing and so do these country cups. So, no, looking forward to a big weekend. 13 straight days of zero positive cases of COVID-19 in Melbourne and Victoria, of course. Is there any chance that there, there might be some type of crowds um, come Ballarat Cup days or just a little bit too soon? Yeah, well, I think every day that goes on, there's more and more hope. Uh, yep. Ballarat Cup, which is next weekend, has made the call that there will be no crowds on board. Okay. Um, so that's probably one of the features that won't have crowds. But the ones after that certainly are a big chance. You think, you know, the Pakenham Cups, the Werribee Cups, those ones. So there's a lot of hope, especially for those back-end Christmas party race days, we'll have crowds on course. So there's lots of work being done currently in the background by the clubs and by Racing Victoria in terms of how it will work in ensuring that all their COVID safe plans are in place and ensuring that they can welcome back participants and, um, you know, race goers and public uh, in a safe way. So, yeah, it's looking more and more positive and getting excited and can't wait to get back to country races because it's such a important time for all of these racing clubs right across the state. And, yeah, it's getting, it's getting more and more exciting, Gareth. And I think Victorian clubs can learn maybe from some other clubs around the country who did welcome back people into their their race courses of course for their big meetings but because we live in a different world COVID-19 protocols that each and every club have to follow and and they're strict protocols as well that you probably need to make sure that that when you're ready to have people back at the races that you sort out everything and then that you can actually make it an enjoyable experience for race goers when the, when they return. Yeah, that's right. And I was only talking to the club manager at Dubbo Racing Club. So at the moment in New South Wales, they can have 500 people on course and just the different protocols that they have to um, abide by. And in terms of spacing per square metre and all these kind of things that every other industry um, have to abide by at the moment. So our clubs are doing all the groundwork now and working out what infrastructure they need. And I guess the benefit we do have as a racing industry, we're very open spaces and a lot of our tracks you've been to, so many of them are nice and open space. So now it would be different, but it, um, we're looking forward to welcoming people back on course very soon. It was the Ararat Cup on Sunday. Poets Landing and Sentimentalist. Poet, uh, Portland Jimmy closes on the pair. And then Wentwood, followed by Bramfield. Portland Jimmy hit the lead, 100 to go. Wentwood, Poets Landing are chasing. Portland Jimmy drew clear, though. And Portland Jimmy goes on to win a length and a half to Wentwood with Bramfield. So well done to Patrick Payne, another country cup with a, a great galloper, an honest galloper in Portland Jimmy, who never really runs a bad race. And Laura Lafferty, that would nearly have to be her biggest success in the saddle by taking out that Ararat Cup on Sunday, I would imagine there, Maggie. Yeah, it was. And well done to Laura. And we spoke to Paddy on the Country Cup circuit after the Ararat Cup, and he was very complimentary of Laura. And he said she might have got a bit too big for her boots in early days, but she's, you know, knuckled back down and she's won a Country Cup, which a $70,000 Country Cup at that. So Portland Jimmy was very uh, consistent. He won the Matoa Cup, uh, Avoca Cup, sorry, a couple of weeks before with Talia Hope on board, who was at Benalla on Sunday and rode a winner for Dwayne Reid. So it was a big weekend for Paddy Payne. And that'll be a good country cup horse to watch over these, you know, smaller country cups. And throughout the summer, I think he might string a few more together. He's been going well, Jimmy. It's now time to spin a yarn here on the Country Racing Show. 
the people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. Looking forward to spinning a yarn with James Bull now. He's a trainer based at Warrnambool, formerly from uh, New Zealand. He's set up based just outside of Hamilton these days, and he is joining us to tell us his story here on the Country Racing Show. Good, good afternoon to you, James. Welcome to RSN Central. G'day, Gareth. Uh, g'day, Maggie. Um, thanks for having me. Tell us about your story and why you moved to Victoria. Of course, where were you from in New Zealand? Uh, so I was from a small town in New Zealand um, called Hunterville. Um, I grew up, my father was a trainer. My grandfather bred racehorses and my grandfather's sister trained racehorses. And you've made it over to Victoria, James, and you've you had a winner last week with the honest mare. She is a six year old mare, lightly raced. She made a one at Warnable last week, makes it four starts for two wins. That must have given you a bit of a thrill. Ah, uh, you know, we had a, it was a great thrill. Um she's doing a really good job for us at the moment. Um we didn't get her till she was a four year old. Um no, we um, couldn't be happy with her. How how good can she be? Well, um, well, I don't. She's um, she doesn't really show us a lot in her track work. Um, she seems to grow a leg race day. Um, I think she probably could be um at this stage a nice benchmark seventy, okay. even a. A slightly better horse than that, um, with a bit more time. And James, how many horses do you have in, in work? And I guess that allows you to be hands-on with the horses and, and you know, really understand how they're going on the track, even if they do grow a leg race day. Um, we've only got the three race horses in work at the moment, um, and then we've got a couple spelling. And but outside of that, we do a bit of pre-training and a bit of breaking in, um, which keeps us busy. James, what was the inspiration behind the move? Um, my wife. Um, she was from Hamilton in Victoria. Okay. Um, That'll do it. Yes. Um, and we were probably we were looking for a few more opportunities and was in, was on offer in New Zealand at the time. And uh, I think uh, Australia had those opportunities. And James, you mentioned you've only got the three horses in work, so it's a busy week at your stable with the other two, Tan Check uh, and Delightful Tycoon, heading to the races this week. Will Tan Check take his place in the Dunstall Cup? Um, yes. So um, yeah, I'm really happy with the way Tan Check pulled up after his run at Bendigo, and um, I think he should be pretty well suited to the dun- uh, the race at Dunkeld on Saturday. Um, Got a good barrier draw, and Dean Holland knows how to ride him well. Now, James, you also work behind the barriers, is that right? Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Now, tell us a bit about that because I think you're the unsung heroes of the game. There, um, there's a lot of pressure on you guys to make sure these horses get into the gates at, at on time, so we can start the races on time. Um, there's a few that misbehave from time to time as well. Do you enjoy it? And what's the greatest challenge of being a barrier attendant? Um, yes, no, I really enjoy being a barrier attendant. I think we're very lucky uh, down in southwest Victoria. We've got a very good um, team that works really well together. Um, I think probably one of the hardest things about being a barrier attendant would be probably just dealing with some of the more difficult horses. But, um, 
generators are pretty good. And, um, yeah. And, James, we've seen a few trainers do that, the balance of the barrier tendon and training and, you know, you're able to travel your horses still while still doing the barrier tendon, people like Dane Smith and Steve Linehan. Is that is that also a benefit of the role? I think so, yes. Um, we get to go out and see all the local tracks and, you know, get to meet all get to know all the uh, jockeys a bit better. Um, I think it's definitely a, um, an asset as a trainer. What's your favourite? Who are your favourite jockeys to deal with behind the gates? Um, well, I'm having a pretty good run with Dean Holland at the moment. So, yeah. Um, he's good to deal with. Uh, uh, I suppose Declan Bates is always um, pretty relaxed and uh, we see him quite often at the jump outs around here and um, at the races. He's also riding really well. No. Well, you'll be hoping that Dean can match up with you this weekend and hopefully take home the Dunkeld Cup. So uh, good luck this weekend. And you've also got a maiden uh, starter on Sunday at Donald's. So it's a busy weekend for you and your team. So all the best and thanks for joining us on the Country Racing Show. Uh, thanks, Maggie. Thanks, Sarah. Good on you, James. Uh, good to talk to you. There's James Bull, good young trainer. I love his story. And I find those barrier attendants, they're fascinating, I think, Maggie. And they do a wonderful job. And um, there's a lot that goes on behind the gates. They have to work as a team, and especially horses that are a little bit difficult to get into the gates. Oh, definitely. We only saw last or a couple of weeks ago at Mooney Valley when the barrier attendant was kicked out of the stalls and he did an ACL, but he managed to hop off and get out of the road of the horses. So they, they, they're such horse people and they do they are the unsung heroes of the sport, like you said, and it's good to see a lot of these guys like Dane Smith or Tom Conlon, they, they travel around the country and uh, that's a good point that James met, uh, mentioned with you know establishing good relationships with jockeys and it's probably a bit the other way. They know which jockeys they don't want to use, but no, it's good to see James and he's got a busy weekend ahead. And... You make that point with the jockeys. I talk to a lot of the jocks, and those barrier tendons, they save their lives. Like, they'll be up on a, up on the gates, and if a horse rears, they catch them, and um, they put their own lives in in jeopardy to, to help out those jocks. So, geez, they're, they're a valued asset to the, the thoroughbred game, and they do a wonderful job, and especially to keep the sport going. So, yeah, well done to all of the barrier tendons out there. Looking... To the road ahead, and on Saturday, the Dunkeld Cup, one of the great country cups on the circuit. Yeah, it is one of the most iconic country cups and across the world. It's totally recognised the race course with the Mount Abrupt in the background. Unfortunately, we won't have the 10,000 punters hanging over the home straight, but it'll still be run and won. And Jeff Withers, the hobby trainer from Warner, will, will be hoping to make it a third straight Dunkeld Cup with his Horse unrealistic, which is a phenomenal achievement. It doesn't really win anywhere else, which is uh, interesting to see. So go unrealistic in the Dunkel Cup. All right, then. So that's your tip, then? Yeah, I'll stick with a bit of a heart, uh, sentimental tip. But um, I think, you know, three straight Dunkel Cups, that would be a pretty good story. And then we've got the Donald Cup on Sunday. Yeah, we do. It's, as, as I said, it's a busy weekend in country racing. Yeah. The Donald Cup, the $70,000 and. It's uh, put together a nice field. So we'll be covering that on the Country Cup circuit, which I'm really looking forward to. And, uh, yeah, big weekend of country racing. I'm just looking, sorry, at the, the Donald Cup and the field there, and hopefully we can help you find a winner because, Maggie, they tell me you've been tipping up the storm there on the Country Cup circuit. 
And in this year's Cup, it's an eight race, nine race program. The Cup is race number seven. It's over the 1,600 metres. Maybe Kenny's dream can get the job done for Team Ma Eustace and Johnny Allen. Yeah, he's probably another one that hasn't won in a long time, but this is a bit of a step back in yep. grade for him. He does have to carry the 60 kilos, but who better to do it than Johnny Allen, another one that probably is worth highlighting, is Vungus, who always uh, runs so well, but he might not be going there. I can see that there's no jockey there, so he might not okay. be going there, but it is a good Donald uh, Cup, Cup meeting, but Ken's dream on top looks hard. And Vungas was brave in that Country Cup championship where $500,000 there last week at Flemington where he finished fourth there for Brendan Herp. So he might be going around in that Donald Cup, which is a really good field, I think, anyway, looking at the, the final field now. On uh, Sunday afternoon in the closer, she's dropping back in class a little bit as well for Team Mar and Eustace. And the king of the Country Cup so far this season in Victoria has been the boy from Swan Hill in Harry Coffee. So look forward to that, Maggie. You're a star. We'll catch up with you on Sunday for the Country Cup circuit. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, Gary.